Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Awesome. Hi, everybody. My sweet, sweet pleasure seekers, welcome to The Pleasure Zone. We are, I don't know why that was funny. I usually hear my music and today I didn't. So welcome to the pleasure zone. Tonight we're talking about burnout and what is it, how it affects our bodies, how we can identify what is burnout. Because sometimes we think we might have burnout, we might be stressed and there's actually a difference between burnout and stress. So we'll look at that. We'll look at some of the things that are going on physically in the body between your hypothalamus, your pituitary and your adrenals, the HPA union, and how that affects burnout, how that affects your body, how that affects your hormones, which have a major impact in our sex lives. Well, actually they have a major impact in being alive, right? So sometimes we chalk things up to um, eh, it's just our hormones, but a lot of the times it could be like, whoa, it is our hormones. Let's get that fixed. So lots of different takes uh, from this perspective, because burnout does affect your hormones too. And sometimes we can uh, look at that and, and get those back on track and get things going. However, that's going to be in part two. Part one, what is burnout? So when you think of burnout, I think for me, what I've been hearing a lot of people saying is that they feel overworked and undervalued. And I would think that those two are key things to look at in starting to evaluate, do you feel like you're experiencing burnout? So first we've got to figure out, do you feel like you're experiencing burnout? And then we're going to look at how that actually physiologically affects your body and how that in turn affects your sex life. Then part two, next week, we will talk about how to change that. I'm going to try and be really good about staying on track with those topics because sometimes I throw those hints and things in too about how to get that switched up. However, um, the real target for today is acknowledging, recognizing, and seeing how are you and have you been experiencing burnout? So overwhelmed, undervalued. Now, that can occur in your regular life right that could occur to you in your work or it could occur to you in your relationships what qualifies me to talk about relationships is that i am a sex and intimacy coach i am also a relationship coach i work with people all the time holistically for their health um, i work with people through different modalities to work with them on improving their health which then of course improves the rest of their life as well and a lot of targets that I have are for people who have pleasure, whether it's in their body so that they can move with ease or whether it's having pleasure so that they can actually feel uh, responses in their body that bring them joy. So it could be getting out of things like burnout, getting out of depression, getting out of different things like anxiety. Um, and sometimes it's like learning how to have an orgasm. All depends. Every day is a little different in this 
a business in this office. So what I do know uh, that I've been seeing a lot, a lot more of is not only the conversation about burnout, because that's becoming a lot more popular, but I've also noticed that there is more conversation. Um, people are just using that word burnout a heck of a lot more than, than I think we've ever used it. Um, when I was looking up kind of some of the history of burnout, I'm not going to give you the exact info on this, but I believe the term was actually coined in around the 1970s. Um, and, it, and it was, there had been studies done, um, I believe it was by a psychiatrist, and he realized that there was a difference between stress and burnout. Um, so I'm going to give you some key things to look at in terms of the difference between maybe you're under a lot of stress um, and there are different things that our bodies respond to stress-wise and there's a difference between stress and burnout. So let's start with some um, key things. I, I made some notes and believe it or not, it's hard for me to read my own chicken scratch writing right now. And that's a sign of burnout. Actually, it's more of a sign of hormones. So anyway, uh, let's look at this. So uh, one of the things to look at if you're feeling that you're going through stress is that if you're going through stress, you might actually have a desire to overly engage with people. You might find yourself going on social media and like wanting to chat 24 seven, like you're really kind of on a, you might be super stressed, but slightly on a high. So this like over engagement or over desire to be around people too, um, can sometimes come in because you're, you're kind of craving, if you're stressed, you might be kind of craving some of those social hormones that come in with things like dopamine and endorphins when you're in group, uh, group environments. So one of the things that happens with burnout is you actually have a desire to disengage completely. And like, you don't wanna be around people and you become like a hermit. So it's good to know the difference. So you already have two, oh, like two differences there, right? Like you, when you have stress, you might feel like over-engaging or like being around lots of people and like wanting to have more and more and more, almost like an addictive response to people. And then with burnout, it's a total withdrawal. Withdrawal from society, withdrawal from people, want to hide. Um, you know, people can be exhausting when you're going through burnout. Even conversations can, can just have you feel done. Just you're burnt you're spent. You basically, you don't have the energy left to engage with people. Now let's look at how that might affect your sex life. How would not wanting to engage with people affect your sex life? Let's think about that. It's pretty freaking simple, right? So if you're going through burnout and you're disengaging, then you probably don't want to, um, even have sex, you don't really want to be around people. You might find you're withdrawing from your lover. You might even find that you're withdrawing from yourself. So you might not even be engaging in masturbation at all. That's possible too. However, if you're under stress and you want to relieve stress, which is different than burnout, you might find that you want to be around people. You might actually even find yourself being so um, in such a high level of stress that you know, you might even find that you're uh, having like extramarital affairs or something like that so that you can relieve some of the stress and you can kick in those hormones like the dopamine and the endorphins that come in from more like group activities. So stress and burnout, isn't it fascinating how they can be such different responses in the body? So with stress, you might actually want to have 
more engagement and you might want to have more sex. And with burnout, you might actually not want to have any at all. So I know that a lot of times people are kind of using these interchangeably, but when you look at some of the responses in the body, they are actually quite different. Um, so burnout, you've basically, you basically have like no cortisol, like your cortisol is like burning high. You, you know, your, your body is so tired. It's like, it doesn't have, have those, have the adrenaline. It doesn't have the cortisone, doesn't have all these things that will get you pushing and moving forward, like a survival instinct to move forward. They're kind of dwindling where with stress, stress can actually be a response in the body that helps you survive. So say for example, you cut your leg off in the forest and you have to be able to make your way to get yourself uh, healed, right? So the first thing that's gonna kick in is some endorphins to make you feel a little okay so that you can get out of that forest. And then you're gonna have uh, different things like cortisol jump in, cortisone jump in so that you can have um, so that you can have that drive, you can actually have that like punch of energy, uh, which is, is a stress response in the body that will get you to survive. So they're pretty functional mechanisms we have in the body that respond to stress, which is different than burnout. So burnout, you're not having that response in the body to get you to that survival point because it's like there's nothing left in there to push you that extra edge to get you to uh you know like i was saying your legs cut in the forest and you have to try and make your way out you don't have the endorphins that have kicked in to make you feel good enough to run that little distance to to be able to get that cortisone jumping into your body so that you can be able to um, heal that wound survival instinct with that cortisone. So when, when you have burnout, those responses aren't happening. That hypothalamic, hypothalamic, however you want to pronounce it, the hypothalamus to the pituitary to the adrenal response, it's called the HPA response, is basically like fried. So I'm trying to simplify things. So there's a disconnect in that HPA connection, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal response, you, you start to have the hormones that are coming out of those areas are not responding. So hormones in the body come out of different parts. Like they come out of the adrenals and they come out of, when they come out of different things, like say, um, for example, the ovaries or the adrenals or the whatever, they come out of different places and then they have, they go and they move through the bodies and they find the organ and then there's receptors in the organs. Okay. So what happens with burnout is like your body doesn't release the hormones. And so those receptors are just sitting there waiting, but there's nothing happening and there's nothing coming in. So all this, like this feeling of the receptors is it's like they're empty. Yeah. And because there's nothing coming at them. So when people say to you, oh, you're actually just going through a receiving issue. Well, in some ways it's funny. However, it's actually that receptors, which are receivers, are not having anything to receive. It's a little bigger than just the, um, <laughs> the well, it's, it's a little bigger than maybe consciousness terms of you're just not receiving because your body doesn't have the ability to send 
the information through, through the hormones to actually get your body to receive. So we will, in part two, look at all the different ways that we can get these things back on track, right? Their bodies are freaking smart. So, the, so what we only covered so far is like two responses in the body with over, with stress, you'll have over-engagement and you might want to like have lots of sex, lots of masturbating, just trying to get the stress out, trying to even engage with other people, possibly having even extramarital affairs, that sort of thing. And then with burnout, you might just be withdrawing completely and not being interested in anybody or anything, including yourself. And you don't have anything really running in your body that would spark that either. It's like this, it's like the sparks are not coming out to create the electricity to go to be received, to get the motors running, to get everything jazzed up. Trying to help you guys understand this a little without any like visuals, it's a little fun to try and describe it. So, um, so yeah, so there's a question in the chat room about, I wonder if that was happening in my partnership. Um, he's overdoing it and I'm switching off entirely. Yeah, so like one of you might be going through, you know, the one switching off entirely might be going through burnout and the other one who may be undergoing a lot of stress could be going on overdrive and then also looking for those extramarital affairs to over-engage. That does happen, right? But um, it, it's, uh, you know, that's, it's our body's responses and there are ways to have that. If the people are choosing to, there are ways to switch out of the burnout and switch out of the stress. And again, those are some of the things that we're going to be looking at in part two, but I'd like for you guys to really get down and, and really kind of have more than one thing to identify whether you are experiencing burnout or not, because I can give you a term on anything. I can say, you know, sneezing is a, a, a possible sign that you have burnout. Strangely, it could be because your immune system can get lowered, but that's another story. Um, however, that's like one symptom that everybody go, oh my God, yeah, I'm sneezing, so I have burnout. No, I want to give you a few so that you can kind of really relate, see how it's coming into your life. So these stressors, um, which can create either high stress that gets you into different, um, different behaviors than the burnout, which is I feel the burnout is where I feel overwhelmed, overworked and undervalued. Yeah. So we're going to look at some other tips and points here for you guys to be able to identify. I invite you all, if you're listening live in uh, Facebook, because uh, we have some live listeners in Facebook, please join us over on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be able to have more of this conversation and see. So you can identify, are you experiencing stress or burnout and how that's affecting your sex life? So we'll talk more about that. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life. 
and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seeker. My sweet, and what am I saying? <laughs> uh, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So tonight we're talking about burnout and it's definitely affecting your sex life. And if it's affecting your sex life, it's probably affecting more than just how you feel about yourself. It's probably how you feel about partnership your life, a lot of other things, but this is the pleasure zone. So we are going to talk about some of the ways that key factors to identify burnout, but we're looking at them from this perspective of how that is in relation to your sex life. So we talked about over-engaging. That's one of the things about stress. And then we talked about disengagement. That's one of the things about burnout and how that relates in your sex life. Like disengagement of not wanting to have sex with you know even yourself or others or anything like that and over engagement it would be like having you know when it comes to sex it would be like porn addiction uh, having to masturbate all the time having to like just get off just for the sake of getting off right and so when you have also when you look at partnerships if you have one person undergoing stress who just needs some stress relief and they need to use sex as stress relief um, and the other partner is going through burnout, it can actually be, um, it can be disgruntling for sure. It can be kind of tricky. And that's something that we're going to look at navigating in the next part, um, part two, when we look at solutions. So in part one, we just really want to be able to identify, is this true for you? And then in part two, we're going to look at how do we switch this up? How do we get that hypothalamus and the pituitary and the adrenals to get jazzing again and dancing again and getting back in tune with each other. And there are some simple ways to do it. And the thing is, if you are in partnership with somebody and one of you is experiencing burnout or both of you are, or you're both under high stress, sometimes with high stress, you can actually utilize each other for, uh, for sex, for stress relief. Um, you know, and it's helpful if you're having a conversation to say, you know what, I'm really stressed. I could really use some sex for, um, just to relieve some stress. And 
like in our house, it's kind of like common knowledge. If I'm crabby, that means that I'm probably stressed and I need to have sex. And so my husband's known that about me since about the second week we dated. He's like, oh, you're crabby. You're either tired, hungry, or you need sex. And I'm like, yep, it's one of those three. And it's usually because my body is under stress. <clears throat> and when your body's under stress, it's in a survive mode. So it's going to need some things to help it survive. And rest is one of them. And, you know, surviving really helps that you can rest so that your body can heal so that your body can maintain itself. Um, and learning how to actually <clears throat> rest when you're stressed is, uh, it's a really big one because a lot of people cannot fully rest when they're stressed. So that's a whole other conversation. So you can have, you can have couples where you've got two people stressed, two people in burnout, and, by, and you can have a mixed combination, right? So what we want to look at is you today and like, what are you identifying as um, for yourself so that when we look at next week's show, you can be able to look at some of the tips and tools I'll give you for if you are stressed or if you're burned out, um, which ones will work for you because there'll be different methods for each person. Like a person undergoing burnout wants to take it a little slower with getting back on track with things like movement and a person under stress sometimes want to do, wants to do more calming things like Hatha yoga, meditation, um, where a person on burnout wants to be able to kick their adrenals in a little bit. Now, there are diseases in the world, like chronic diseases, like Addison's disease, which is like chronic, your body is chronically burned out. Your adrenals are, are lacking things like potassium and sodium and um, it, it's, it's a way bigger factor. Um, and, and there's steroids that are, um, you know, needed to get your body back on track. So I'm not really talking about that level of burnout. That is, that's a chronic disease. I'm talking about the level of, um, burnout where it may have just started. Now I will be talking in further shows later on about chronic diseases and, and how to get back on track. If your body is going through chronic diseases and you're like, yeah, I'm done with this chronic disease and I want to be able to move forward. Um, I don't have the solutions for everything in the world, but there are some key things to look at for everybody who's going through either um, diseases that are caused by being hyperalkaline or hyperacidic, and we can look at some solutions for those. That's going to be in some later shows. So burnout, burnout. Now, one of the things to be aware of too with burnout is that your emotions may be completely dull. You may feel like you feel nothing. You're like, meh. You're like, how do you feel today? Meh. Do you feel motivated? Meh. Do you feel this? Meh. It's one of those meh days where somebody who's stressed, it can be highly emotive where they, you know, they can be like really on it and be like, yes, I want to do this. Yes, I want to do that. When you look at, um, say, for example, when people are trading on the stock market and the yelling and the like commotion and the hands flailing and the screaming, like that's stress. Yeah, so you can see it. You can see how people can function with stress. And some people function really well with high stress because they also can find outlets to be able to um, be able to uh, create solutions for that. You know, when people are sometimes in those high stress jobs, they also end up going out and socializing a lot, maybe drinking, maybe socializing. And maybe there's even like the high level of, um, you know, uh, people just like in the workplace having sex with each other. There's like stuff that goes on, right? So 
Um, so stressful people, stressed out people tend to ha have very fast, quick emotional responses and be like feeling everything all the time and responding to it because their body can actually respond to it. It's got hormones flickering. It's like, as if you were, you know, we got fireflies out now and it's like watching things flickering constantly. So I think, you know, when you look at burnout and you don't really feel much, you're just like, meh, you know, things could be going like chaos around you. Your child could be on fire and you're like, oh, okay. That's a sign of burnout. Like if your kid's on fire in front of you and you're not really responding, probably burnout. And if your kid's on fire and you are responding, you may have some stress in that situation because your kid's on fire, but you know, you can actually respond. So there is less burnout equals overall, we'll just like summarize burnout equals lack of response. Now it's interesting, right? Because burnout also equals, I don't feel like I'm being responded to. You could have burnout if you're working in a really high, a high, uh, highly demanding job where you've got like constant things that you have to look after. A lot of service uh, people get burnout. A lot of people who are like PSWs, doctors, they get burnout. Um, anybody who's kind of on the front line dealing with health a lot gets burnout, um, especially when you're working with chronically ill people and you're constantly like, you know, on it. Uh, you're, you're kind of aware of people a lot. Um, I know that in my job, I'm aware of people a lot. And it's something that I've become more keenly aware of looking at like, hmm, am I doing the disengagement part? And I'll know when I am too, because I'll even have days where I'm like, I don't even want to do my radio show. Like tonight, I was like, I'm fine, but I don't really want to engage. And then I'm like, okay, I got to take the steps to make sure that I'm engaging, to make sure that I'm not going to fall into the hole, to make sure that I'm not like doing burnout. Um, and then to actually go out and do something where I can feel. So sometimes, um, and this has only really been occurring for me for like a little while where I feel a little burned out. So I'll do some things where I'll either go walking really quietly, really slowly, and like feel every footstep that I take. Um, I also am like incredibly privileged and I have 45 acres of land. And sometimes I just go around and look at my trees or, you know, my wildflowers or whatever. And I'm like, wow. And I just feel it. So it really helps um, my body be able to get back on track. And it helps me to feel also like it's weird, but as much as maybe I don't hear uh, appreciation from people or or maybe I hear it and I like they say it, but I can't hear it because I'm like on burnout mode. Um, when I'm when I kind of walk around and I can feel the grass, I can actually feel my garden when it's like grateful that I've planted stuff. It's a weird thing, but when I walk out into my garden and I see my plants growing, I can actually feel them go, thanks for watering us. Thanks for, you know, cleaning this stuff up and thanks for giving us space to grow. And I get like a sense of relief, right? And I have to say, I never in my life would have pegged myself as a gardener, frankly, until about four years ago. My, I've had gardeners in my life, my whole life. My mom's been a gardener. And it was like, to me, it was like the biggest pain in my ass to go out and garden. And I've only um, really seen the value in it in the last four years as being like a modality for me for healing. 
And so I use it for that. I, I use it therapeutically, um, where before it was just like a stress pile. So now it's a bit therapeutic. <laughs> so um, when you look at your life, are there things that you're just not responding to? And you're just like, oh, well, you know, if you're, if you're in a, like a relationship and you're, you know, you're disengaged from your partner and you're like, oh, well, who cares? You haven't responded and you're like, well, I don't even feel valued in the relationship. Meh. I don't even feel seen. Meh. So you haven't really chosen to, and, and maybe you have, maybe you've had the conversation and still nothing changes. So you're like, whatever. Uh, and then you're, you just have an absolute um, burnout sensation in regards to the relationship as well. So it doesn't always have to be in regards to work, although the term is generally used for work and working conditions. Um, and I believe it's a term that is used so that you can, um, I think they actually use it as a condition so that if you are experiencing burnout, you can have time off of work. So another thing is that, you know, of course, that doesn't apply to all my friends who are self-employed, who get burnout. We don't, we have to take our own time off and not get paid. But for those of you out there who are employed and you can take time off and get paid, knowing some of these signs is really helpful. Then you can go into the doctor and get that validity that you need so that you can get your time off work and go look I'm like I notice I'm not engaging I'm notice I'm not feeling anything I notice that I feel helpless we're going to get to that part you can start to mention these things and then you say to the doctor I'm pretty sure what I'm experiencing is burnout now one of the things they can check for you is they can check certain things like they can check cortisol levels they can check uh, like adrenaline they can check certain things in you they can check certain hormones and i highly recommend that they do check like your standard hormones like your dhea and your progesterone and your estriol and uh, testosterone i recommend that they check some of those like pretty standard hormones to check because even um, sometimes burnout can also be like a sign of hormone drops, which happen, especially for women, premenopausal women, you can, it can just be like you're walking and you fell off a cliff. Uh, for men, the decline is slower during andropause, but for women, it's like you walked and dropped off a cliff a lot of the time. So you might, um, you might actually consider looking at getting some maybe some some assistance with hormones now there is work that i do as well with that so feel free to connect with me as well if you'd like to see and hear what i do for that i would love to connect uh, with you so remember how you can get a hold of me through melitzajelenic.com so m-i-l-i-c-a-j-e-l-e-n-i-c.com send me a private message you can send me a private message on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. Just let me know what you're uh, connecting with me about. We're going to head to our next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So tonight we're talking about burnout. And for a lot of people who are burnt out, one of the things that they might not even be able to hear, but they probably need to hear the most, is that they are totally valued and that what they do is valuable. And sometimes what they actually need is more money. Because the truth of the matter is, is when the way that we in this world uh, signify that you're valuable is that we've placed all our amounts on that. So if you're feeling undervalued at work and overworked, then the chances are you're like, I'm doing the job of three people and getting paid for one. So I currently have a friend who works in the fashion industry. And when COVID kicked in, um, she's been working at home since that. And she works for a really, like a really major brand. Um, and when COVID kicked in, she ended up having to do, she's currently doing the job of four people and getting paid for um, the job of one. <laughs> and I said to her, I'm like, how, how ridiculous is this, right? I said, you've been with this company for like 20 years. Um, and they're thinking that you're supposed to lick their asses because, you know, they've let you keep your job. Meanwhile, you're a freaking expert in what you do. So, uh, <laughs> She has not yet, but I suggested that she at least ask for uh, the, the pay of two people um, for doing the pay of, uh, for doing the job of four. I'm not sure if she heard me say that though, but I hope she did. And that she goes and follows through on that. It 
it's interesting because so many people will get um, scared. They'll get really scared of, I don't want to ask for a raise. I've been there, guys. I know what that's like. Self-employed um, is my excuse that for so many years, I didn't raise my rates at all. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm comfortable. Like, it's okay. I don't want to stress people out. I don't want to blah, 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 blah. Um, and it was interesting because it was actually other people that raised my rates for me. Um, I had I had a few times where people were like, oh, this is what you charge, right? And I was like, oh, okay, that's what I'll be charging now. <laughs> so I kind of like it when other people have, um, I like it when other people have actually decided that I am more valuable and give me the money for that. And I like it when I, I, I kind of love that because it is, it's weird, but it is how we value people right now is through cash. So asking for that, if you're, if you are self-employed and you're feeling burnt out, there's a few things that you might be doing. You might actually be taking on clients that you don't like working with. Cause usually when you're self-employed, you have people that you're working with or you're running a business. Um, maybe you're selling things that you don't want to sell. Maybe it's products or services you don't want to sell and you're just like feeling stuck in a rut. So that can be part of it. It could be time to switch it up. We have lots of great business coaches on Inspired Choices and Network, so you can go check out their shows. We have um, two that are listening to my show right now. We have Jennifer Kramer Lewis with her show Big Fat Lies, and we have Christine McIver with Inspired Choices, who is actually the CEO of Inspired Choices Network. So you can contact you know, a business coach and get your butt back on track if this has to do with not feeling valued at work. Because sometimes if you're not feeling valued at work, you take that mess home with you. And then you take it into the bedroom and you're like, you haven't felt valued all day. You come home, you're not hearing the words or the love in the way that you want to hear it. So you're not feeling valued that way. And we often feel and hear value for ourselves through our love languages. I'm a big fan of the five love languages by Gary Chapman. So if you aren't sure, how am I being loved? Am I being loved? Like one of the ways to know is like, what are your love languages? Are they being honored? Are you, are people uh, gifting you in your love language? Are you able to receive in that way that they're gifting it to you as well? Uh, because sometimes they'll gift to you in a way that's not your love language, but then you can start to see, oh, it's theirs and that's their way to show love. My husband's way to show love is finding um, solutions and building things. And um, I'm like, cool, but my actually my top way to receive love is through sex. And so it's kind of funny, but it took me a few years to go, okay, I get it. His love, he's like showing me deep love. It's not that I've never felt love from him. I've always felt love from him. Um, however, my way to receive it is different than his way to give it. So it's kind of um, good to know these things as well. And that's helpful to you with burnout because then you can really check, am I being undervalued or is it that the people are delivering to me or acknowledging that I'm valuable to them in a way that I, I just didn't connect with? And you can tell people like, you know what, actually my way to receive love is through gifts and gifts of cash is great. So that's another thing, like if yours is uh, like cash uh, to feel valued, just say it, like practice it at home. If you feel really uncomfortable, get in front of a mirror and go, you know what? 
like another $12,000 a month. That'd be really sweet. And then like, if you sit down and look at how much money you require in order to feel valued, I bet it's a crap load more than you're bringing in right now. And I bet 99% of people who are experiencing burnout, they're looking at many different things going on on the planet. They're probably hypersensitive people, hyper-aware people, very aware of the economy, very aware of shit that's about to hit the fan. And they're probably going, oh my God, I am not bringing in the money I require in order to create for the future so that I can actually have a sustainable future. And so if you're looking to the future as like when I'm talking to you guys, I'm like looking far off in my field. Um, when you're looking to the future, you might start to go, wow, so what, what, you know, what money do I require in a year from now for some of the projects I'd like to create? So what, what we're doing, so we own all this land and we have lots of road frontage and we've been looking at like, oh, there's actually like a lot of value in our land and there's ways that we can we can have value um, coming from our land so we're uh, instead of being stressed by things like trying to manage 45 acres of land we're looking at how can we um, actually bring an income from it and that can be a lot more fun so you can turn you can start to turn off the burnout when you start to see some solutions that might be easier. And I'm not saying everybody is um, as, as privileged as I am to have that acreage to be able to go, oh, I have a solution. I can sell off some land. Like not everybody has that. I get that. But we all do have solutions somewhere. And sometimes it is switching up your career. Sometimes it's adding um, something. So I know this sounds weird, but sometimes with burnout, if you actually add some stress, I know this sounds wacky, it can start to get you out of the burnout. So, because remember, they're not the same thing. Stress and burnout are not the same. Stress gets you engaging, sometimes over-engaging, sometimes gets you over-emotional, but it's quite the pendulum swing from burnout, which is where you're disengaging and you're not having an emotional connection or response. So sometimes adding a stress, like a sideline job to your job, can actually get you out of the burnout that you might be feeling in your full-time job um, because now you're like oh i have a solution i might have an out it can actually be a great way to start to get you out of uh, feeling feeling that burnout and i know on several occasions when i've started to notice burnout i often will add things to my life and i'll add and then it, it kicks me into gear so my method is a little different on that where some, I, and, and for me, that is how I do self-care because for me, self-care is looking at solutions for my future and whether that means having a nap or creating a new business, either of those to me is self-care. So I think if you, you know, self-care doesn't always mean that you have to go for a walk and meditate. Self-care can mean I just opened five businesses and that's taking care of myself and my future. So look at some options. Don't always make it the solutions that you're reading on all your self-help books. Like what is your personal solution? I'm a manifester generator. I love to create. And when I do, I thrive. And when I don't, I die. So <laughs> burnout for me is when I'm actually feeling stressed by like lack of creation sometimes or lack of solutions for sometimes for clients that I'm like, 
going, I don't, I don't know. I have to like go take five more courses. So I feel like I know something on this. So um, it all, it often will lead me to, um, to adding to my life. Uh, I find burnout for me can like, or noticing burnout can often lead me to solutions. Yes. So there's a quote in the chat room says bored equals death. And that's why we say bored to death. So absolutely. So I'm going to just mention one more before we head to our next commercial break. So I mentioned um, disengagement. Uh, we mentioned the emotions are blunted. One of the things too is when you're, when you're going through burnout, you might feel helpless or hopeless. Like there is no solution. Nothing can help. Nothing is going to make a difference. Nothing doesn't matter. Nothing, nothing, nothing's going to help. And that helplessness, um, it's really helpful to be able to catch yourself in that thought and go, oh, look at that. I just went helpless. And is that true that there is nothing else on this massive planet with 7.9 billion human beings, freak load of flora and fauna, gazillions of bacteria and fungi and like viruses. I don't know. There's so many living organisms on this planet. Um, it's kind of wild that we go into helpless and hopeless when there's so much around. Um, all we really need to do is look at, is there something out there in these billions of different living organisms that might have an idea for me, that might be a, that might actually spark an idea for me, that might, you know, create um, a new venture for me. So it could be a person, it could be an animal, you never know. Um, one of the things I love doing is working with animals and I've had animals show up with like displaced hips and I'm like, woohoo, I get to like do magic on animals and do like body work on animals. And it's, it's not like something I advertise. Um, however, it's really fun when I, when I have that show up, it can definitely kick in new skill sets, gets me going, gets me like excited about life again. So what, um, what we're going to look at are some more things to consider. Are you experiencing burnout? How is this affecting your sex life? So if you're feeling helpless and hopeless, how turned on are you going to be? Are you going to be feeling like, yeah, I want to get into that sexy lingerie and I want to go give my lover some great oral sex or like, are you thinking that? Or are you like, yeah, no, what's the point? If you've gotten to what's the point on anything, you're probably on the verge of burnout or in it. What's the point? And burnout can be something that, I mean, it, emotionally, it can be um, something that could lead, you know, it can be, it can be the most detrimental emotionally where stress is, can be hugely detrimental physically. Burnout can be hugely detrimental emotionally. So we're going to look at um, more of this when we come back. We have a few more minutes. I can't believe that I'm talking so much about uh, only three points and I have so many more to talk about, which I'm so glad I created this as a two-part because I know I talk a lot. So <laughs> you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich. 
where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about burnout and it's affecting your sex life. It just is. It gets you, when you're going through burnout, you're disengaging, which means you're not touching yourself, you're not touching your lover, you're just not touching, you're not caring. You're also going to feel emotionally bleh not really turned on, not really anything, just kind of stalemate. You also might be feeling helpless and hopeless, which means that you are probably not going to be very inspired to be having sex. So one of the things about bodies on a very primal level is that bodies want to procreate when they feel happy, healthy, and vibrant. And they want to procreate because they want to create more happy, healthy, vibrant bodies on the planet. And it's a way of preserving human race, right? So if you are sick, your body doesn't have the same response to want to have babies because guess what? You're not going to either have like, there's, there's a, this actually, this idea sparked because of somebody saying you don't really want to get pregnant when you're tired. And no, you don't because your body doesn't even have the hormones running in it that would inspire you to do that. So you might, it might be out of, you know, something out of total freakish accident that you get pregnant if you're fully exhausted and very ill. And it would be really hard on your body as well to be able to manage and deal with that. So when you feel helpless and hopeless, that could be feeling emotionally helpless and hopeless. You also might be feeling helpless and hopeless because you might be looking for um, answers to something. It could be health or it could be your career or it could be your relationship. And you're just not finding the answers. And you're like, I give up. I've looked everywhere. I've read everything. I've done everything. I've gone to every expert. I surrender. I feel helpless. Sometimes that surrender can be a really big blessing so that you do kind of give over to, to the universe whatever the universe is for you. Sometimes that helpless is where you're like, I don't even believe in that anymore. Um, and that level of helpless can often lead to that emotional impact of where you might feel like suicidal. So that, I mean, if you're feeling suicidal, chances are you're not feeling so hot uh, for you know having sex. No, this isn't the sexiest show I've ever done, but it is an important one because I think it's one that we look at these different effects on our body of how our bodies are responding to stimuli. And, you know, stimulation is part of the response of our body that brings pleasure. It's all about stimulation, right? So, but if we are not able to respond to stimuli because we're going through burnout and, and we can make ourselves super wrong for that, it's something to look at. 
but also look at and get your hormones checked and don't always agree with the doctors when they say your hormones are normal. Normal for what? Like my so-called premenopausal body or is it normal for a 25 year old? Tell me what is it normal for? Because I'd like to have some rip roaring hormones. So one of the other things for burnout is to look at, um, you might have like a loss of motivation, which we talked a bit about loss of ideas or um, drive even. You might feel detached, um, like it can lead to detachment. It can lead to um, making you feel like life is just not worth living, right? So those are some factors when it comes to burnout. And there's some of the additional stress comparatives are that instead of feeling helpless, you might feel um, you need to produce things as an urgency. Like I got to make this and I got to make that and I got to make this and I got to make that. Um, and you can get really hyperactive. And then you can have a total drop in energy where you're exhausted, loss of energy. Um, so it can also lead, stresses can lead to things like anxiety. Um, I made some notes. And stresses can also lead to different things like physical damage. Um, stress can, can actually have such an impact on your body that it can kill you. It can affect your heart. It can affect your adrenals. It can affect your mind. Um, you know, it can lead to so many conditions if your body cannot manage high levels of stress. So both of them are not the best, although sometimes we can ironically use some of these um, conditions or, uh, you know, that we're talking about like disengagement. Sometimes if you're overstressed, taking a little time to disengage can be helpful. However, that doesn't mean you're living in a desire to always be disengaged from people. It's that you're choosing to be disengaged for your own mental health, where if you're going through burnout and you're always disengaged, choosing to engage with people can improve your mental health. You kind of get what I mean? So stress and burnout are fascinating because some of those traits and qualities can actually be used as almost like a, a remedy to and a solution to the other thing. So I hope I gave you guys some great background things to think about. Are you experiencing burnout? How's that affecting your body? Are you, are you experiencing burnout? Are you experiencing stress? What's going on? We'll look at more of that next week. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.